comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry in Kumasi, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. The same God who gave you strength to start the journey will give you the strength to continue. You will go to the full end of the journey in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, we are starting our series of exhortations from Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 33. That's where our anchor text for the year. Matthew 6, 25 to 23. Therefore, I say to you, let's read it together. Do not worry about your life. What you eat, what you drink, not about your body. What you put on is not like more than food and the body more than clothing. Wait, now you see, these are the most important things of life. These are the most important things. What you eat, what you put on, because if you are not wearing anything, they will, they will think you are a mad person. That's why you need to be clothed. If you don't eat anything, you have dreams, you have goals. I know most of us have wild dreams and goals this year, and they shall be fulfilled. But you see, what you need to live to fulfill those dreams is food. So if you don't eat, not in the fasting season, but if you don't eat beyond the fasting season, something can happen to you. Are you following what I'm teaching tonight? So the Bible says, don't worry about what you, your life. Don't worry about your life. What you eat, what you drink, nor about your body, what you put on. It's not the life more than food and the body more than clothing. Go ahead. Verse 26, let's go. He said, look at the best of the air for they neither sow. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Continue, please. Consider the lilies of the field. I read like one of these. Grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more? Great. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Take note of the word seek. For all these things do the Gentiles seek. Everything you want for yourself, the Gentiles also want it. Every good thing you desire for yourself, the Gentiles also seek it. The Bible says, after all these things, the Gentiles seek. But, let's go to verse 33. But you, 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What are those things? What are those things that will be added unto you? No, 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 no. He didn't get it. What are those things that will be added unto you? Read it again. What the Gentiles are seeking. After all these things the Gentiles are seeking, they will be added unto you, provided you will seek what you ought to seek. Praise God. What the Gentiles are seeking must not be what you seek. At this time of the year, there is something the Gentiles are pursuing. That's not what you should pursue. Your priority must be right. And so I'm going to be teaching on seek ye first. Somebody say seek ye first. And on Sunday, I'll start teaching on first things first. First things first. Seek ye first. And the focus in this teaching is going to be on the seek. Somebody say seek. Seek ye first. Don't second. Seek ye first. On the 31st night, I spoke to you about God's care. Somebody say God's care. Say God's care. Say my God cares about me. And then number two, we talked about God's capacity. Somebody say God is able. Say my God is able to meet all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Then number three, we talked about God's cure. Somebody say God's cure. Say my God has a cure to all my worries in life. Say it in in faith. My God has a cure to all my worries in life. And then, number four, we talked about God's command. Somebody say God's command. Uh God's command is God's cure. That's what I said. I said that God's command is God's cure. If you want to be cured of all your worries, then you need to discover God's command. Apply yourself to God's command. Then you are set for the needs of your life to be met. And when we look at God's command, which is Matthew chapter 6 verse 83. Matthew chapter 6 verse 83. But seek ye first. The, new, the King James says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, that's a God's command. The command is to seek. Somebody say, the command is to seek. That's a command. Seek ye first. Seek ye first. That's our prophetic focus for the year. So, at this time of the year, I would want to take time and walk you through one after the other so you appreciate what the whole year is about. So, you can put it in the right perspective. Can somebody say an amen? Now, when we say the command, the command comes in four folds. Let's look at it. The whole Matthew can be looked at as a command. And when you look at it, there are four clear instructions there. Number one, the divine command is to seek. That's the divine command. The divine command, seek. Somebody say the divine command. Say the divine command. That's God's command. The king of our kingdom says, if you want the best from him, or the best in the kingdom, then we must seek. We must seek. Many people begin the year with dreams and visions, but they are not willing to seek for it. Many wish for many great things in life. And so at the middle of the year, they look at their lives and they are virtually at the place where they started. Why? Because it was just wishes and dreams. They were not ready to seek until they attained it. God says seek. Somebody say seek. 
That's the divine command. Two is the divine priority. The divine priority. There's a divine command. In that text, we have the divine command which is to seek. And then in that text, we have the divine priority. Can you give me that please? The divine priority. The divine priority is first. Somebody say first. Uh-huh. So the command says seek. Somebody say the command is to seek. The priority is first. Good. So the divine command says seek. And the priority says first. When we talk about first, we are just talking about priority. What must have first place? The most important thing. The chief thing. The thing that must be done before all else. The preceding thing. That is divine priority. Then number three, we have the divine object. Somebody say the divine object. Okay, so we have the divine command, which is to seek. We have the divine priority, which is first. And then we have the divine object, which is the kingdom. What are we to seek? The kingdom. Somebody say the kingdom. Say it two times, the kingdom. Say the kingdom. Okay, so seek the kingdom, the kingdom as your objective. Make the kingdom of God your objective this year. Make the kingdom of God your primary preoccupation this year. Make the kingdom of God your agenda this year. That's what it means. That's your objective this year. Seek ye first. Seek first the kingdom. And then the divine position. Somebody say the divine position. Now, when I come to teach on righteousness, you'll be able to appreciate what it means righteousness as a position. Righteousness is as a position that a man stands with God. Divine position, where a man stands with God. So, you must seek first the kingdom. You must seek first the righteousness of God. And then the Bible says, if these four things are observed, every other thing becomes a bonus. I see great bonuses coming your way. Failures will come to you as bonus. Miracle jobs will come to you as bonus. Places you have not dreamt of, God will take you there as bonus. Can somebody give me a believing amen? He says, seek ye first the kingdom. First of all, we want to be able to understand what it means to seek. What does it mean to seek? When we say we are seeking something, what does it mean to seek? What does it mean to seek? Number one, to seek is to pursue with unquenchable passion, vigor, and determination. Somebody say pursue. To seek is to pursue with unquenchable passion. Passion that cannot be stopped. Vigor. Energy. Energy that does not know limit. Energy that knows no, knows no weakness. Vigor. Determination that cannot be stopped in any way. Nothing is too strong to stop you. That's to seek. When we say you are seeking something, you are passionate about it, you have energy for it, and then you are determined to have it. That's what it means to seek. Anything you are seeking that you must get, you need to, one, be passionate about it. You need to have the energy to pursue it. That's why we are, we are tapping into divine energy. Somebody say divine energy. Because, you see, for us to pursue the kingdom, we need supernatural energy. 
It takes divine energy to pursue it. And that's what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 to 31. Isaiah 40. Let's look at that in, in the King James Version. Isaiah 40, 28 to 29. It says, Has thou no known? Have thou no heard? King James. Has thou no known? Has thou no heard? That the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not, neither is he weary. There is no setting of his understanding. Then you go to verse 29. He said, he giveth power to the faith. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. May God increase your strength. I said, may God increase your strength. He said, he giveth power to the faith. The those who are faint, you remember what Jesus said? Jesus said, men ought to pray and not to faint. Some of us, our crisis we went through last year was because at the time we should be praying, we fainted. But this year you shall not faint. I said this year you will stand in prayer without faint. He said he giveth power to the faith. The one who is weak, the one who is about to give up, God gives power to such a one. How does he do it? And then he said, he, to them that have no might, he increases strength. Somebody say, Pastor, I've never done one 21 days fasting before. You have no might. God will increase your strength. I said, God will give, he give increase your strength. God will energize you. In the name of Jesus, you will fast not by might. You will fast not by power. You will fast not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Can somebody give me a believing amen? To them that have no might, he increases strength. Then go to verse 30. He said, even the youth shall faint. You know, when you read the book of John, he was talking about the father, I write to you, O young men, because you are strong. But here he says, even the youth shall faint. So the people are supposed to be energetic. So what he's talking about here, we need to understand because he's not talking about natural energy or carnal uh, strength. He said the youth shall faint. And the young men, and be wary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But look, but they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I see your strength supernaturally renewed. In this fast, your strength is renewed. Your mental strength is renewed. Your physical strength is renewed. Your emotional strength is renewed. And most importantly, your spiritual strength is renewed. Shout, I receive it. You need it. You need it. He increases strength. Get that weight. That's why this moment is vital. And I don't want you to play with it at all. We have come to, we have come to wait upon him. And the strength he gives us is the strength that will empower us to run. Now, look at that. They that wait upon him. Look at that. He said, they that would approach shall renew their strength. Don't forget, if you go to the gym and then you train and you get capacity, the Bible said that strength can faint and be weary. Did you see that? It said the young men shall faint and be weary. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And when their strength is renewed, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Now, look here. He said they shall run and they shall not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Now, what people in the natural will faint at, when you are empowered in the supernatural, you are able to do exceedingly abundantly. Now, now, now listen, that's why spiritual strength is superior in a day. 
The reason why a lot of people fail in life is not because sometimes they don't even have much mental strength or much emotional strength. But there are things that when they come on you and your spirit is not strong, you will give up and you will die. That's what the Bible says. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. He says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor that you may be able to withstand. Many people can't stand when tragedy hits, when a challenge comes, they can't simply stand. The least difficulty, they give up. They can't stand. They lack capacity to stand because they are not strong. But in this fast, I see supernatural strength come upon you. I see divine strength come upon you. Give me a believing amen. Give me a believing amen. So we are saying to seek is to pursue with unquenchable passion, vigor, and determination. Look at Psalm 27 verse 4. He said, one thing I have desired, that I will seek after. One thing I desire. You see, the word seek is stronger than desire. You may desire something and not go after it. But you can't seek something without a desire for it. It takes desire to seek after anything. So, when you are seeking after something, you already have a stronger desire for it. In the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 1, it says, through desire, Proverbs 18, 1, through desire, a man having separated himself, seeked and intermittent with all wisdom, through desire. Proverbs 18, 1, through desire, a man having separated himself, seeked and intermittent with all wisdom. Stick with King James until you are told otherwise. Everyone is passionate about something. Do you know that? Everybody is passionate about something. Everybody in life is passionate about something. Some are passionate about sports. Others are passionate about entertainment. Others are passionate about any kind of thing. You as a child of God, you must have one greatest passion. Give me one uh, uh, pure and holy passion. Give me one magnificent obsession. It's a very powerful song like that. Give me one... Give me one magnificent obsession. Give me one glorious ambition for my life. To know and follow hard after you. To know and follow. To know and follow hard after you. To grow and be your disciple in you. Better to know with you, my Lord. And I will run after you. Praise God. May that become your obsession. You have to be obsessed with the kingdom. Look at what the Bible says. Luke chapter 15, verse 3 to 5. He said, and he spoke a parable unto them. This is passion. He spoke a parable to them saying, verse 4. What? Man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine and go after one until he finds it. That is seeking. Somebody say seeking. He goes after until he finds it. A seeker pursues what he is pursuing until he finds it. May you pursue God until you find him. I said, may you pursue him until you find him. 15 verse 8. King James says, Either what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, she does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek it diligently until she finds it. 
Number two, to seek means to explore. Somebody say, to seek means to study with all diligence. Study with all diligence. When we say we are seeking the kingdom of God, we are going to study it with all diligence. May you be a studious person this year. May you be a studious Christian this year. Seek to study with all diligence. All diligence, all diligence. In the book of 2 Timothy 2, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is a year ignorance shall be far from you. Ignorance shall be far from you. Nobody will deceive you from the word of God. Ignorance. A lot of people, their challenge is ignorance. The reason why they are going through what they are going through in life is because they are ignorant. When you are ignorant, anybody at all can take advantage of you. And the person who takes advantage of our ignorance most is the devil. Somebody say the devil. Satan takes advantage of us principally when we are ignorant. The moment ignorance he sees, the Bible says, less he should take advantage of us because we are not ignorant of his devices. So the moment you are ignorant of Satan's devices, he's already finished you. This year, he will be far from you. I said, this year, he will be far from you. Satan takes advantage of you when you are ignorant. And God cannot help you when you are also ignorant. He said, my own people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My own people. My own people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. When you don't know where you stand with God, Satan will play you like a football. But this year, he will take full advantage of your position. You will assume your full role in the kingdom. Give me a believing amen. As kingdom citizens, we need to know our constitution. If we are going to excel and fulfill our mandate, we need to know our constitution, which is the word of God. That is what governs us. That's what guides us. It tells us what we can have, what we cannot have. It tells us where we stand and where we fall. I'm not communicating somebody at all. You need to know it. It's not a, an unbeliever must not know the word than you. An Islamic state must not know the word more than you. You will not be ignorant this year. Number three, to seek means to explore. To explore. Somebody say explore. To explore. The kingdom of God is so vast. That we can spend, we have just one year to look at it. But we can't go anywhere because we can spend the whole of our lives and we will still not scratch the surface of the kingdom of God. It's so vast. Praise God. It's so vast. It's so vast. We need to take time to explore the power of the kingdom of God. The Bible said the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but in power. We need to explore the righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. We need to explore all the dividends in the kingdom. Am I communicating? You need to explore everything about the kingdom, the laws in the kingdom, the government of the kingdom, how the, 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 the kingdom of God works. Because you see, if you are a citizen of a nation and you don't know your rights, anybody at all can take advantage of you. And for those of us who drive, police people take advantage of us all the time. They stop you and they collect your license. But you know they don't have the right to collect your license. You don't. You don't. You don't. A police officer is not allowed under law in Ghana to collect your license on the road. You, can be, you, you, you are required to produce it wherever you are wanted in 24 hours. But it's not supposed to stop you. Because you are driving, you are going somewhere. So if you collect your license, where are you going? 
But the moment he stops you, you are looking for five Ghana to give. This year you don't give five Ghana. You have to know your rights. Know your rights. Can somebody give me an amen? Know your rights. We live in a kingdom. We need to know our culture. What is the culture of the kingdom? How are things done in the kingdom of God? That's very important because see, the kingdom of God, the principal message Jesus preached was the kingdom message. When Jesus came, that was the principal message he preached. That was a pre- And when the apostles were preaching, Paul and others were also consistent with the kingdom. This year, your life will be different. I said, this year, your life will be different. Number four, to seek is to gain understanding of something. To gain understanding. You must understand it. Somebody say understand it. Yeah, you need understanding. Understanding. The Bible says good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. If you pass any examination, understanding is what will help you. If you understand the subject, you won't struggle. Look at what the Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. He said, he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. Somebody said the mystery of the kingdom. Uh-huh. The mystery is given. For you as a child of God, you have access to the mysteries of the kingdom. Unto you, it is given to know. Somebody say, I have access. Say, I have access. You have access to them. Unto you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Then he says, but unto them which are without, all these things are done in parables. When somebody speaks to you in parables, he is speaking to you in a language you don't understand. And that's what Jesus used to do. He spoke to them in many parables. And after he was done, his disciples would go unto him and tell him, Master, what were you, what did you mean when he said so and so? And he took time to explain it to them. The Bible says, unto them which are without. All these things are done in parables. Now look at this. That see, they may see and not perceive. When something is done to you in parables, you see it like this, but you can't perceive anything. He said, hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. Unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Listen, until we understand how the kingdom of God works and functions and our place in the kingdom, we cannot take our divine place on earth. And I see us take our divine place this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to stand on your feet and you are praying just this prayer. Lord, give me an unquenchable passion for active pursuit of your kingdom. Help me to seek it. Help me to seek it. Help me to seek it. Everything you need in life. Every, he said, all these things shall be added. All these things shall be added. An understanding of the kingdom of God is vital, is crucial. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. It's crucial, it's vital, it's fundamental. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Grace to pursue the kingdom, receive it. In the name of Jesus. Grace to explore the kingdom, receive it. Grace to study the kingdom, receive it. Grace to understand the kingdom, receive it. In the name of Jesus. So it shall be in your life. So it shall be in your life. So it shall be in your life. Jump your hands together for the Lord.
Farqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Farqua, please call 540 or 204 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Farqua on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services. 6.30 a.m. First service, 8.45 a.m. Second service, and on Wednesdays for our Word Encounter service at 6 o'clock p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nana Ama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasi Roundabout, Kumase, Ghana. God richly bless you. Oh, 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 oh.